Hello everyone, welcome to Church Plant Chat, it's me here Paul and today I have my old partner in crime Matt Beer with us. He is leader of Telford Minster Resource Church in Telford. Matt and I uh, started our friendship off at Theological College and uh, and that wasn't enough for me. Where I used to work and Paul used to do nothing. <laughs> Drink coffee. <laughs> and uh, and then we were we got to share our curacies together for a couple of years um, back down here in St Mary's in Bletchley. So Matt, hi. Hey, it's good to good to catch up, Paul. Um, yeah, good to talk about planting. Yeah, how's it going? It's going really well. Lockdown is in full swing, uh, yeah. but it, it's it's great. Church is growing. The sun is shining. Uh, <laughs> what more could you need? Yeah. So for those who may end up listening in a year's or two years time we're currently in the middle of COVID-19 Matt and Emily his wife are six months into planting their church six months yesterday was our was our sort of anniversary where we moved in in October 2019 and here we are in April 2020 and it's amazing to to think wow how far we've come in six months yeah as well um and so looking forward to yeah covid19 hit i suppose january february didn't it so for half of your planting time you guys have been wrestling with covid19 in the midst of that yeah well january february we we kind of we've been meeting in our home Hmm. and so january february was was really interesting because we were still meeting but we were having to be quite cautious, mm. um, you know, a, a, and some of our our sort of new congregation, um, some have been really unwell, so have sort of been in isolation since then. Uh, but the real sort of lockdown came in the middle of March yeah. where we weren't able to see each other anymore. Um, but <clears throat> God is still good and we're still communicating almost daily. That probably came as a relief to some, not having to actually see you face to face. I imagine. Well, now the thing is, they get to see <laughs> just one face, which is probably the most scary aspect. Of <laughs> so, uh, we'll t- we'll get into the meat of that in a bit. But a question I like to start with is, what's the weirdest or strangest thing you've experienced whilst church planting? Now I know because I worked with you for two years that there are plenty you can come up with from curacy. <laughs> but. <laughs> But what about where there's been a really strange thing? <laughs> but what about where you are now? Has anything knocked you for six in just how weird it is? Um, Bear in mind, others are listening. <laughs> <coughs> I suppose when you're when you're when you're planting and you're getting all these new people in from all over the place, it's just how weird Christians are. <laughs> like. Um, the way Christians do things and the way Christians talk and the way Christians behave, it's just incredibly strange. Mm. Like um, we, we did a, a whole session on prayer ministry because what we want to do is, is, is take our whole church onto the streets to pray for people around Telford. Um, but just thinking of how different people pray in a ministry context and you just go, really? <laughs> <laughs> you would do that <laughs> are you sure <laughs> and you're like oh lord have mercy 
So obviously I know your story about how you got into church planting, but others won't. So was what you're doing now and planting in general what you always set out to do? Or has it been something altogether altogether different? I've had to repent in a hugely amazing way because when kind of uh, someone first said, oh, Matt, you know, maybe God's calling you into planting. I said, not a chance in hell. I said, um, you know, let's just be really honest. A monkey could plant. <laughs> and I think I even said that to you, Paul. Um, amongst other things. <laughs> amongst... <laughs> but, um, but actually, and I, I suppose the reason behind that was thinking that, you know, you get to start everything from new. You don't have to fight the battles that you would in a, a sort of normal church context. Or, or an inherited model context, you just, you know, you don't fight those same battles about traditions and how you worship and songs you sing. And, mm. um, but the, the battles are very different. Yeah. They are, they are far more um, with other church leaders, with dioceses, with structures that are probably more immovable than your average congregation would ever be. Mm. Um, so I've had to repent <laughs> about that, but have have I really fell into it? Mm. I, I was never planning to to plant. Mm. I was was more planning to kind of take on an inherited church and to bring it round and to to see um, that the Holy Spirit come and, and begin to change churches into to bring revival into, into local churches. Mm. Um, I never thought even for a second that uh, I'd be planting a resource church the mm. other side of the country. Yeah. So you, your, your agenda prior to this was more a revitalization of what's already happening. Yeah. Yeah. And that would fit with your involvement with new wine as well, I suppose, wouldn't it? It would, you know, new wine strap line, local churches changing nations mm. is, is really what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Because it's very easy to see the fruit of, of revitalization when you're standing on a stage in front of thousands. Mm. But actually, it's the local church chipping away week on week that we'll actually see the nation changed. Yeah. Um, but kind of, this is a very different thing in Telford where a, a lot of local churches around Shropshire are very. <coughs> at all mm. you know so I think that the 2017 statistic for Telford was that there were less than a thousand people in any of any church denominations worshipping in a church on Sunday mm. and Telford's huge it's it's 178,000 people yeah I suppose just as you've been talking it's almost like God's taking you back a step before you do that because uh, and I'm guessing here, in terms of what Telford's going to, your, your, the Minster Church is going to set out to do, through setting up a resource church and doing that planting, I imagine mm -hmm. a big part of the hope would be that once you've got momentum and are established, that you can then send out people to revitalise elsewhere around the area. I mean, is that correct, or is that completely That's off? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's exactly. I was I was saying to our sort of. Our, our forming vision team 
who are made up of, of people from Telford and myself and Emily and, and Sarah, um, who's our operations manager, um, <clears throat> are saying to our vision team that my, my real prayer is that the churches that we plant into communities, either as missional communities or actual churches, my hope is that what they'll do is in six to six to ten years is we will be able to jettison them from the minster mm. and that they would become the parish church. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they take the DNA which you've cultivated yeah. and root it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to get a bit concerned now because I've spoken to a few people on the show and they all say the same thing. I kind of just fell into planting and I'm thinking, well, I've had planting on my heart for years. So <laughs> so does that mean I'm not going to go into it? <laughs> well, you'll, be, you'll be kind of falling into inherited models of BTPs. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. God does work in mysterious ways. But um, so... We've spoken a bit about what the DNA is and what the hope is for Telford. So what is now yours is really interesting because not only uh, have you gone out to plant, but you've gone out to plant a resource church, whereas a lot of resource churches usually, from what I've seen, have some sort of prior established thing going on and they've had to go in, revitalise it and renew the vision and change it and then take on the resourcing bit whereas you guys are planting from scratch as a resource church i mean that's huge it is huge yeah it, it it's completely bonkers but we, we've got to remember the basis of telford is that churches aren't particularly strong mm. um and, and and telford is a is a town that's 70 ish percent of telford are under 50 wow so and have little to no church background whatsoever and probably the average the average age of, of people in churches uh, across telford <coughs> is around 70. wow so completely dis un, unrepresentative of the people who live here and so it's sort of been telford minster has been 10 years in the making um, you 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 came along to my licensing service in the sort of Anglican tradition. Yeah. Um, and and even then, I discovered people have been praying for this, and people have been dreaming about this for over ten years. Amazing. That's an encouragement, uh, isn't it? it? It's incredible. And every time I think about it, I'm almost moved to tears. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I also think, why the heck me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, guys, you really need to work on your prayers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, need, you guys, you need to set the bar higher. <laughs> yeah, so, so we 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 started Telford Minster with three of us. Mm. Um, you know, we we moved into a, a completely new a new city, like without even Emily. Emily and I came here twice before before moving um sarah who's our operations manager hadn't even been to visit mm. but just moved yeah uh, which is incredible but we we start <clears throat> three and now if everyone rocks up we're around 45 amazing um which is which is great um but but we are planting a resource church from scratch but we're also planting 
a, a minster for the diocese where ordinations will happen, where diocesan conferences will happen, that it's it's not just for, for Telford, but it's for the whole of Shropshire. Mm. Not only in just the, the Litchfield side of 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 Telford, but also the Hereford Diocese side of Telford. We're all we're all in it. Mm. See local churches, whether they've got ten people or whether they've got two hundred people being resourced for mission for this part of the country. Yeah. So so it is about planting a resource church, but it, it's far more about affecting change across the county. Mm. Yeah. I mean, sorry to pull you back a bit, but I, I just it's because part of the journey of you getting there in the first place is something that I find really fascinating and encouraging. Um, and you can unpack this more because I know there are other options that you looked at prior to Telford popping up. Yeah. Um, and there was there were barriers and things were going a bit slow and that was frustrating. But then Telford popped up and it was like in the blink of an eye, you had disappeared from the curacy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's something, a move of God in that with regards to calling and God's timing and all of that sort of thing. Could you be able to speak into that journey and what that was like a bit more before we go forwards? Yeah, so I, I think... The thing was was for me that I wasn't looking to plant, so I wasn't looking for a plant um, or, or even a resource church. Um, back at college, I always said, you know, fairly fairly frustratingly, you know, oh, you know, why do why do people just have to drop big resource churches into the centre of places? Um, and I, you know, you know, when you have a sense of the Lord just laughing at you <laughs> all the time. Going, <laughs> My plans are not your plans. <laughs> um, so, so had been looking at, at lots of churches uh, around the country, and and something that I've really felt God saying to me over the last probably two years is, I want you to go somewhere where it, where if if I don't turn up, it's going to be impossible. Mm-hmm. And so, I was looking at churches that. There was one in Oxfordshire that had 30 people in it. And um, I thought, well, well, this is it. You know, there's 30 people, all elderly, in a new town. Surely, surely this is where God's calling. And kind of all these prophetic words seemed to be that. Mm-hmm. But, of course, looking back, they were all about telling <clears throat> this place. Yeah. There was, a, there was a, another church in North London that we were, that we were looking at. And I thought, great, you know, this is where all the knife crime stuff's going on. This is where where God really needs to show up. So why don't we see if God's calling us there? Because, you know, maybe we can, you know, bring God to the local community and all the kind of things about about working with isolated people and, and things. God was actually talking about Telford rather than North London. Um <laughs> And so we looked at that and it was frustrating and things were moving clo- uh, moving really slowly. And bishops and archdeacons were saying, oh, yeah, come and look at this and promising lots. But n- nothing really materialized mm. to the point of it being really frustrated, going, OK, does that mean we're going to need to go through a fourth year of curacy? Am I, I going to be stuck with Paul for yet another year? 
Yeah, am I going to have to train Paul to <laughs> mischievous even more than he currently is? Um, and I'm sure, Paul, you were thinking, please, can we just get rid of Matt? <laughs> because I suppose for, for those listening in to the podcast, you were, you were the studious one in the St. Mary's office <laughs> one that actually did work, and I just caused chaos wherever I went. It's a lot quieter now that you're not there. <laughs> so... So it was frustrating. It was hard work. We didn't know what was going on. Um, and then sort of around about Christmas time last year, I got a, I got a complete random phone call from um, Bishop Rick Thorpe, who's the Bishop of Islington, mm. saying, you know, could you come and meet my staff so we can have a chat? And I don't know about you, when I get phone calls from bishops, I kind of think, oh, well, you know, what have I done? <clears throat> yeah. First thing that comes to mind. <laughs> I've never had one, mate, so I don't know. <laughs> but but going, okay, well, I'll go and see this. But to be honest, I'm not hoping, holding out for a lot of hope. Mm. And then chatted to a lovely person called Ros Hoare, who, mm-hmm. who, yeah. who you know, that works with Bishop Rick, and said, well, Matt, you know, I've been hearing lots about you and I was going, well, where from? <laughs> red flag, red flag, red flag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and people like Paul Harcourt, who's the, the national leader of new wine and, and John McGinley, who's looking after resource churches and, and planting across the country as well with new wine. Um, had both had a chat with Bishop Rick independently saying, well, there's this crazy guy called Matt. He might be what you're looking for. <laughs> and Ross said, well, what about Telford? Mm. And the the first thing that came to mind is where the heck is Telford? <laughs> um, and for those who don't know um, the geography of, of the country well, it's it's the sort of no man's land between Birmingham and Wales. And um, in in sort of a, a big a big sort of city in the middle of Shropshire, which is one of the most rural counties in the country, and so. Uh, had to kind of get a map out go oh that's where Telford is that could work but then also had to think really hard about um, my wife Emily's job as well so she she's not called into church leadership at all Um, which is really interesting isn't it because I think for a big chunk of, of planters and church leaders you go into it as a as a pair or a couple yeah and she's a she's a biomedical research scientist, um, and she's going. Matt, my calling's in science. It's not in church planting or in church leadership. You, I'll support you, but it's your job, not mine. Yeah. Um, which is great, mm. actually. Um, but but we had to live somewhere, and we had to plant somewhere where she could still do the crucial research that she's doing. And even more importantly, in this sort of climate with COVID-19. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge calling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so and so here we are in Telford. Emily works in central Birmingham, which is about 40, 40 minutes on the train. And um, I'm in one of the most beautiful places I think I've ever lived. <laughs> you know, we li- we've lived in, in Oxford and in Cambridge. I wouldn't necessarily call Milton Keynes pretty. No, no. But... <laughs> But Telford is. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. 
So what um so you're six months in. Has it been what you expected? No. What what have been the curveballs that have made you think, what on earth am I doing here? <laughs> some of some of those have been the interesting ones of people are people are wanting to be involved. Mm. Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes uh, ministry both has has real joys and real lows. Mm. Um, and some of the, the the lows are people going, well, actually, yes, I kind of want to follow Jesus, but I'm not really that into it. <laughs> kind of, yeah, people's talking the talk doesn't match up to walking the walk. Yeah. Um, but we've arrived, and almost in the in the first few weeks, <coughs> we've had people saying. I'm coming. I've been praying for this. I'm on board. Mm. Um, and it's just been extraordinary that people are going, yes, this is what we need. This is what God said. Um, and I'm jumping on board. Some of the, some of the real lows is that, um, is that people take what, what you think God's given you as a vi- vision and have sort of slowly twisted it into something that looks like them. Mm. Um, which is a real shame and a real, real hardship because I'm constantly saying we're here to resource you and to resource the whole of Telford, Mm. just Telford Minster. And so, um, there, there has been a phrase that's been coined of the Minster takeover, Hmm. um, which is the complete opposite way of what we're here to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been to I've been to every single church in Telford, um, both inside the Church of England and other denominations as well, to go and visit to meet leaders to to work hard at that. Yeah, which has been exciting, but also to see that we need to do something that's different to all the other churches. Yeah. Now, this is a radical idea, Paul, but I've said to our 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 board, our diocesan board, and church commissioners as well as our leadership teams, and this will be radical, you will fall off your chair with us. <laughs> we are never going to, over my dead body, do messy church. Mm. Um, and, you know, you can sort of see people's reaction going, well, what do you mean you're not going to do messy church? How will you reach young families? <laughs> and the thing is, why, why would we put something on that, that quite a few of the other churches in an area are doing? Yeah. How about we we refocus on the things that God's calling us to do uniquely, yeah, and making sure that other churches are being being contextual to them about what God's calling them to do yeah. uniquely. Because if we're all doing the same thing, we're watering down the impact of the gospel across the town. Yeah, I think that's really important. There's something I learned from a placement church whilst at college, and it's it's more of a business term, um, but a unique selling point. Yeah. And uh, the church that I was on placement definitely had a unique selling point. I suppose that's what you're talking about in terms of with church, isn't it? You don't you don't want to necessarily be copying and pasting what everyone else is doing because it's already there. You know, we yeah. want to we bless what they're doing rather than try and distract from it, don't we? Yeah. Um, so what with those people you've come into contact with, <clears throat> And it's it's a familiar story that I've heard where other church leaders or whatever maybe haven't been on board with what you're doing 
for for various reasons, fears, not understanding, mixed expectations from uh, hierarchy and all those sorts of things, which is understandable. How do you think future planters such as myself or future resource leaders, uh, what tips can you give them for trying to help smooth that process over as much as possible for when they hit the ground? Um, I don't think there is a, a sort of silver bullet for that, Paul. Yeah. I think I think what it does is is it is it highlights the sort of nature of the the sort of human heart a little bit, but also the some of the difficulties that it is with with clergy. We're a, clergy are, are and church leaders are deeply proud people, mm. um, as well as deeply competitive. Mm. You just have to put a group of clergy in a room together. <laughs> And it's, you know, bring the popcorn and the beers. <laughs> yeah. And so as soon as as soon as another church hears that there's going to be a plant into their local area, the defences are up straight away. Mm. And no matter how hard you you work with them and you talk with them and you you say it's okay, we're not here to kind of steal your people, the more they hear is, well, I clearly must not have been doing my job well. Mm. so i don't i don't think it's possible because you know all of us and it doesn't matter whether you've trained at symbolitis or in a sort of traditional college we've all been trained at the, the priest is the the sort of key person which we all know is utter nonsense <laughs> <laughs> yes i almost did say the b word but but when someone else is planting into yeah. your parish or planting into a no, neighbouring parish, no. and I think your um, we need to tread really carefully. Well, they they the hear because ask, I've not been doing my job. Um, I think because, it's one that's worth asking. Um, they better than is, me, which is not the case. How much of this problem or issue do you think has risen from the parish border system that's within the institution that we're in, and how do you think? we can help move things forward so that it's less of a, <clears throat> a potential block for, for good works like this going on. I mean, or is it is it that? Have I got it completely wrong? Because, I, I mean, the parish system has tons of positives that come with it, tons and tons. And um, But I just wonder every now and then, because of my own experience, where a couple of the plant options have fallen through, is it hindering stuff more than it is yeah. you know um igniting stuff positively yeah mm. i think the parish system's great yeah. which is brilliant uh, yeah um you know the hatch matching and dispatching um is important you know weddings marriages baptisms and things every person in the country has a local church so that's really important but of course the parish system yeah. was designed where people didn't have cars mm. and so now people are far more consumeristic people are far more willing to yeah. travel for something that meets their spiritual fulfillment so parish boundaries make absolutely no difference yeah to yeah. to people coming to know jesus so 
people will travel 15 minutes. Yeah. I, I was chatting yeah, to someone not long ago who travels 40 minutes to get to church. Yeah. And, and I know that's true where, where you are at St. Mary's, Paul, that, that people travel yeah. all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so one, one part of the, the way we've planted is with a bishop's mission order. We don't really need to respect the parish boundaries. So we can do things in other people's mm. parishes um, for the sake of mission and for the sake of reaching them with the gospel. Um, but again, that's highlighted people's own insecurities and and local leaders' mm. own issues because, um, you know, we're not there to take <clears throat> over. We're there to bring the kingdom and i really yeah. don't care if people yeah. join my and church or whether they I've join your church in the midst of i the care COVID-19 is that they come to know jesus and become an apprentice of jesus only uh, for the short term but life potential long. freedom from things like parish boundaries and stuff like that because people are having to access and understand and be church in a completely different way which really the covid19 you know they said it does, uh, Boris didn't he? he says it doesn't discriminate between anyone or well, equally it, it doesn't discriminate between churches and, and church boundaries does it and so it's it's been interesting in how much it's opened up I think people because the thing is pe- people now will be tapping in to stuff yeah. online onto churches who aren't in their parish boundaries not only not in their parish boundaries, but probably not even in the country. And so it's below. <clears throat> no. Mm. Yeah. People from Germany, we've had people from awesome. South Africa, and we've that's had people from, because that you know, right the other side of the world, from Leicester. Church. And some from Manchester. You're reaching, and we found a similar thing at St Mary's. We're reaching so many more people call. now than we did before, and that's that's wonderful because we we want to bless others and other churches. Yeah. Through the resourcing that we can do in this particular moment online. Um, yeah. I think one thing, though, that's really important as we kind of talk about the the parish system <laughs> mm. and church planting is because I'm because I've planted Telford Minster as a under a bishop's mission order. We can tell people to go away. Now, I know that sounds quite strange, but what it's really meant is is I've been able to say to those who are Christians already. Yeah. Come and explore what it's like to look like. To come and explore what it's like to be at Telford Minster. But please don't be offended if we tell you to go away. Mm. Because what I don't want to do is is to suck the life out of all the other parish churches that are doing some actually pretty good work. And by stealing all the good people, um, it'll sort of Mm. diminish the work that that local Mm. church can do. So I've already had four or five people saying, oh, Matt, you know, we, we would love to come and, and join you. Um, can we? And I've said no. 
Yeah. I sort of see the shock on their face. I'm saying, mm. well, no, you're Keep on the preaching rotor you of your local church. Yeah. You're on the PCC of your local church. You're a key figure in that church. Please don't come and join us. Mm. Go mm. away. Um, yeah. Mm. And and I I, I yeah. don't think so people actually, have expected that. The BMO, which because when you're a parish church, you can't actually legally send anyone away. Actually, helping but them you can to retain under a BMO because you're not a parish church because it gives you the freedom to to release them from your own place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, in this, yes. You know, I would have, I would have loved to say, yeah, come on in, yeah. because actually, it means we can lighten the load for us. It means we can say, oh, great, you know, you can be on a rotor here, yeah. you can do this, you can do it, that. Um, uh, so so we're giving ourselves a little bit more hard work, building everything from scratch. But what we're Has saying is, no, 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 a challenge. Don't come to constantly here be because God needs you where you long are. Long term, like that. So obviously in, in the immediate sense, you think, oh, great, we could have more people to do all this stuff. But then you have this sharp reminder of, no, we are here to do this in the long term. Therefore, I have to say this, that, or the other. Is it a tension that you're having to hold? My my big problem, Paul, and you, you'll remember this with working with me, is is my long term mm. goals. Are, are, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm good at keeping the long term in mind, and I'm pretty good at keeping the short term in mind. It's the medium term that's the problem. So I've said to so the the church commissioners and the the Lichfield Dices have asked us to. Mm to plant a resource church that'll be around 300 people in six years. <laughs> From nothing to 300 in, in six years, which seems pretty big. But not only that, but to have planted <laughs> between four and six times. Um, now, some of the church planters that might be listening to this might be going, mm. well, what the heck are you doing? Those are stupid mm. statistics. But I've said to the church commissioners mm. and to the, the Litchfield Diocese and to our vision team, we're not aiming for 300 guys. Yeah. We're aiming for 600 plus. And I want to plant at least 10 churches in that time. Mm. Because again, if God doesn't show up, yeah, then it's not going to happen. So how about we not limit God yeah. and plan for exponential growth? Yeah. Other than and just you've, you've seen that already aiming right? for a number. In the conversation we had before we started recording, you were telling um, me about that. So but at the some, same time, saying, exciting, I don't care about the numbers. That stuff. I'm caring about people coming to know Jesus. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so one of the one of the things I said we were doing sort and of the first hundred home. days of our starting is. Wow. is put on an alpha course. And uh, to be very honest, I thought we might get one or two. So we had 17. Mm. This is in our home. So we don't have a building. We don't have an inherited building yet. Uh, we've got a building project on the way. 
Um, that's looking like it's going to cost around about a million quid. Um, wow. But but we said, right, well, we want mission to be one of our huge priorities. So why don't we put alpha on? <laughs> and uh, so we had 17 people on our first alpha in our room. You know, we had dinner together, you know, from our from our house. Wow. We, we were cooking for that's 17 people. Uh, yeah and that's brilliant yeah so and, and from that alpha course we've had to, i don't want to we've move had four people quickly, come to face that springs to mind is how has it been challenging um, or has it been okay which is just to keep remarkable with those really. people because as soon as as soon as that's happened covid19 hits so that's i don't know has that been frustrating or has it worked in your favor yeah Yeah. <laughs> it's worked in our favor. Because I suppose I don't know if it's COVID-19 or if it's whether the mm. the new GDPR rules help. Um but what we did is we 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 put everyone on a database straight away. And so we've been able to keep in contact with everyone. Brilliant. Um so so weekly I'm picking up the phone and I'm talking to people um building that relationship um big chunks of them have been joining us oh, for our sunday services just like manna from heaven um, hearing somebody ask that, you know one it? one of the <laughs> one of the key key people who have sort of come to faith during this time has started asking the questions of well how do i pray <laughs> hey pete greg has released i don't know if it's yeah. new or old an, an app, app called lectio Three six five. I've heard you guys it's supposed praying. To be really good for Can I do that? To pray and the on answer is, basis. I've not seen hell myself, yeah. But anyway, ah, um. oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so, what I've done with this guy is I've given him Pete Gregg's book on how to. Pray. Mm. who who's just so thankful and he's starting yes. to pray um and now he's asking he sadly mm. missed the missed the holy <laughs> spirit kind of day away that we did mm. <laughs> but is basically saying matt i want to be baptized and and is that when yeah. i might be filled with the spirit yeah and i'm going yes um <laughs> but I've also I've also said to him, well, why don't you just begin to pray and ask the Spirit to fill you? Awesome. Even now, that's amazing. Uh, and he's like, well, Matt, <laughs> did you send him the little yet, fire emoji? <laughs> but I have the sense of expectancy. That's so about good. I mean, that's that's just God all over, isn't it? I mean, God just it's like yeah. using this opportunity to show off and say, look, I can still bring people to know and love me Shabba, even in the dog. midst of a crisis like this, even without a building and all of the formalities. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. and, and we've got a real mix of people. Yeah. Um <clears throat> You know, Telford is not the most ethnically diverse place in the in the country. It's ninety six percent white British, um, mm. so which is completely opposite to Milton Keynes. But but we're getting a huge swathe of yeah. of people, amazing, not socially like not ethnically diverse, yeah, but socially diverse. Brilliant. 
That's so good. So we've got people who earn six-figure salaries. So I'm just pausing. And we've got just people to take who are ex-offenders. It's just brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> so good. Isn't that just the kingdom in action? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. This this is it. This is mm. the real joy of planting, is that there are no rules. You know, we know the Church of England is the most middle class white organization in the whole country, probably. And what we're saying is, well, the kingdom doesn't look like that. It's every nation and tribe and language. So and if we're really praying, Lord, would would Telford be um, in Telford as it is in heaven? That's brilliant. They were expecting so there we're, we're to be come to a close people from every but, race. Um, and I'm not going to ask you that question if you're starting again. Social demography really coming and being in. part of Telford <laughs> Minster. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Ask time. One thing. One thing I can. I can. I can say that that we we're doing. Paul, is that we're, we're already thinking of our first and second and third plant. Yeah. Um, so we've got a one area in Telford called Lawley, which was um, the biggest new builder state in Europe. And so we're saying that's where our first plant mm. is going to be. And then there's another area called Sutton Hill, which isn't in the Litchfield Diocese, um, but it's an urban priority area. And that's we're saying that's where so our second excited, plant is going to be. So excited! I bet it um, must be so already. Even though we're sort of impossible bubbling around the forties in lockdown, with we're the already thinking ahead through. to where our first plants are going to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so good. And only six months in, long may it continue, eh? Oh, it's incredible! I just want to sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'll hold you to account. <laughs> I'll make sure you don't lose your edge. <laughs> So uh, just to finish off. Well, I'm sure I've got people like you that will go, in, hey, Matt, you said uh, that. Why, don't you, why aren't you doing it? What, what one encouragement or piece of advice would you give to somebody who's about yeah. to start planting or is even thinking about or mulling over the fact that God might be calling them to it? What, what piece of advice or encouragement would you give them? Hmm. Uh, go as you. Mm. God has called you uniquely into that situation. He's already equipped you with the stuff you need. Mm. But also, once you move, he's going to give you the tools to do it anyway. So just go. It's yeah. like that journey of Abraham. Go to a go to a land I'll show yeah. you. And in the journeying to that place yeah. that God says... Brilliant. Here's all and that you if, need. Uh, Get on and do wanted it. to connect with you so or just, with Minister, just go because he's got he's got to you. watch any of he's your stuff you're back. producing. If he's or, calling or you, touch he's with you. What, to how do. would they do that? So uh, yeah. social media, either on Insta or Facebook, is probably the best way of doing it. Um, and we're at, at Telford Minster, and uh, I know you've you've already shared it on the the church plant chat. Yeah. 
stuff out our link. Um, yeah. And if that's probably the best way, or drop us an email and say hi, or, or ask us even some more in-depth questions at info at telfordminster.org.uk. We'll share the highs and lows with you. sort of stuff as well. Um, new new hyphen wine.org is is where you can find all the new wine stuff. Um, I think local networks are, are the best way into that. So if you go onto the new wine website, yeah. you can find a local network near you where leaders hold yeah. the DNA of new wine. Um, Brilliant. And Matt, are, are, are being new up. wine, so being to see new wine united doing. across the country. Yeah, and we'll, we'll have to do another so, so podcast plug in, with them. In, a, in a year's time or so. Give me a ring. Yeah, hold you to account and we'll plug you in. (laughs) Cheers, mate. Have a good day. Bye. Cheers, mate. Definitely. Definitely. You too.